Hey everybody, welcome back to The Wolf Ladder. Uh, so today I wanna to talk about something very important and the concept here is to be open to understanding different financial vehicles when it comes to looking at a business. And the reason I say this is because I've had a very difficult time with some of the people that I've been dealing with and explaining to them that look, uh, there's obviously so many different options when it comes to financing uh, that you're not necessarily limited to one type of financing source or one type of vehicle only, and that you actually have to think about being creative uh, in reference to putting these deals together. And the reason why this is so important is because a lot of people who are in business today are attempting to sell their business. Obviously, it could be a lot of reasons as to why, right? It could be the pandemic, financial distress prior to the pandemic. See, a lot of people don't realize this, but your business may not have been profitable even prior to the pandemic, hence the reason you're already in a cash crunch and you were kind of pressured to sell and not even more so because of the situation financially and the economy and all sorts of things, right? But again, th those are some of the issues that we're coming to deal with. And I think that if you're looking to exit, if you have a business right now, or if you know some people who have a business right now and you guys are looking to either exit or you're trying to sell and you're not having success, and there's a lot of underlying factors behind that. And like I said, you know, it can be because of uh, already pre-existing issues that you had from before, which is an obvious one. But also at the same time is there's a lot of sellers today than actual buyers and people who have the liquidity and money are typically going to look for reliable ways of, uh, you know, buying into an investment. And a lot of people just don't necessarily have the time or patience anymore than they used to before in reference to really going into a business and putting a lot of legwork, right? They wanna get the work done. And there's a lot of competent individuals out there, whether they be employees or managers, who have this skill set and wherewithal to create such you know, business elevated perspectives in reference to uh, making the business profitable and making them you know, come into something that is you know, fruitful for everybody involved. And this is one of those reasons that I think that we're actually at a encompass, uh, and that's basically you have business owners who want to exit at the highest valuation possible and people who want to invest but don't want to pay as much as possible and try to maximize the capital and the resources they have strained and tied to that capital. So if you're looking to exit, if you're really looking to create something meaningful with a business and you want to have something successfully come in and you want to leverage that uh, to be able to sell to a, a party that has the capacity to buy your business or a party that has the capacity to run your business, then you have to think about financial vehicles that are both creative and at the same time is reasonable, right? A lot of people are st stuck with the valuation in their heads that was given to them by a business broker who doesn't really care about your business rather than the commission that they're gonna collect from you. Uh, and people have this notion of infatuation and they believe that that is the valuation they wanna stick with and that's going to be the answer to everything they wanna do. And the reality is that's actually quite dangerous because you absolutely don't wanna to stick to a valuation because that kind of valuation is actually detrimental to how you're going to sell your business, whether or not you're gonna have serious buyers come through the door and whether or not you're going to even have a conversation being entertained by those prospective buyers, right? A lot of people don't realize this, but it's a two-way street. A lot of business owners who are selling their business feel like, hey, you, you have the better end of the stick and you can negotiate and you can control the conversation as you please. But on the other side, you're at the mercy of legitimate buyers who are looking at a good business that they feel they're going to get the best value for their buck. So you have to think about what we have to do in order to create this systematic gap and how to bridge that systematic gap. And obviously what used to work before is not going to work today. There's a whole lot of things to consider during the era of the pandemic when it comes to buying a business. 
See, a lot of people don't realize this, but you think that you can just go out there and put your business for sale and you're going to have buyers at your door. And the reality is you're going to have business brokers who have not performed line up on your door promising you the world and barely to show anything for it outside of you constantly communicating with them to see if they're doing their job and finding your legitimate buyer. And at that point, lip service is going to be their their gold service. They're going to tell you all sorts of things that you want to hear and they're never going to get you the buyer that you're looking for because they're getting in the way of actual legitimate communication. See, the thing here is legitimate buyers who have a lot of wealth, and trust me, I know this because I deal with them daily and I see their investment portfolios. They don't want to go into bidding wars. They don't want their wealth exposed and they don't want brokers who have no financial performance in the last few months. You know, business brokers ask for all sorts of documentation, but legitimate buyers or investors such as myself, we don't ask the brokers of what were your last few transactions and we want references. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a question of having some serious people. And if you want to deal with that, you have to be open and flexible. And if you're already engaged with a business broker, you have to understand the element of flexibility. This is a game of numbers, especially today, right? So you cannot necessarily sit back and wait and rely on your business broker to bring you deals, specifically if you're looking for some legitimate buyer. This is the time where it's a law of large numbers. You have to prospect as much as possible for a buyer who's looking to buy your business. And this is not a time where you can be conservative mode and try to lock down every offer possible or try to you know get away with people trying to communicate with you in reference to you know potentially speaking about the business that you're selling. The other thing is be well prepared, right? Understand how to curate the process of who's coming through the door. Understand the type of people that you're going to be dealing with and the type of answers you should have ready to give to those people. Because the end result is you're going to have different types of buyers. You're going to have, you know, people think that it's just one type of buyer who's going to come and take over your business. The reality is there's so many different buyers with different motivations and you need to understand who they are. You need to understand what they're looking for when they're looking to invest in a business. You need to understand what their time frames are. You need to understand the type of investment they're making. Is it that they're using their retirement funds to invest? Is it that they're using 401ks or IRAs? Is it that they're using their savings? Are they going into a partnership with other people whose money is tied to this? So there's so many different depths and motivations from people buying into your business. And we have to realize that this is going to be something that we'll be faced with. Now, the other side to it is also you as a buyer or seller, sorry, you have restrictions in reference to how long you can keep it on the market, what you're comfortable with, what will it, what you, what's the price you're willing to accept. In addition to that, you have to consider the time frame in which it will stay in the market. See, a lot of sellers are not prepared to face this mentally. And the reality is a lot of businesses who are going on for sale will stick around for an average 12 to 18 months on the market. You know, that on, on its own is a very scary thing. So if you're not really prepared in those instances, which means that you're going to have to wait a year, perhaps a year and a half, or even two sometimes, depending. And that's the average statistics, by the way, of people actually successfully selling, which is pretty much about 20% of all people who are listing. The rest are basically not able to sell, walk away, or filing some sort of financial distress situation bankruptcy, or are simply just continuing because they give up on selling because they don't feel like there's any legitimate buyers. And like I said, you have to follow protocol when you're selling, right? So there's a whole lot of things that we just discussed in this short segment here, but I want to I want you guys to really understand when you're communicating with a buyer or if you're a business owner trying to sell or if you're somebody who knows a business owner, perhaps you're a business broker, that's the climate we're dealing with today, right? And even that, like 90% of the stuff that we discussed today was already prior to the pandemic. Today, even more so, we have to be cautious. We have to have all the right systems in order to execute a successful sale. We have to be open because it's a law of large numbers. More than ever now, you have to be open to the idea of 
ten, tenfold prospecting as you were compared to before, right? And also at the same time, understand creative financial resources and structures that are available to sell the business. A good way of this is, uh, you know, what I do is I look at some of the resources that the business has. I look at what are some of the potential exits that we can create. Sometimes a deferred payment structure helps. A lot of people are scared. Oh, what if they don't pay me or they take my business and they try to pay me monthly and they don't, they stop paying me. Here's the thing. The business is secured against the business shares and assets. You have control over that. You can take over at any given point and you would have not lost anything but your time, but have gained income in the process. And now you can resell it. The only danger to that is that their business is run down from what it was, right? There's protocols and procedures that look, you cannot screw up the business. You have to continue, if not improve it. And that's the goal. The only way you can accept a deferred payment is those conditions. Because if they don't, then you can create a counterproductive offer that says, look, if you decide to take over and you, you're given this deferred payment, any damages caused to the business beyond this, that is within your control, obviously not outside because you can't really dictate that term, you'd be liable for. So there's ways to control the sell. There's ways to control the way that it is exited if you're doing deferment structures. And these are some of the financial engineering tactics that you have to be willing to have a discussion with. Now, most business brokers will never understand that because that is not their expertise. Their expertise is lip service and infatuation. And I'm not against business brokers, but if 99% of the crowd is doing that, then there's a bad stigma that we have to obviously point out, right? Now, the other thing I want you to pay attention to if you're a business owner or if you know somebody who's a business owner is understand to give this content a listen, right? Share this podcast with them because I think they can actually benefit from listening to this. There's a whole lot of gold nuggets that have dropped here that normally would be done in a mentoring program. But I wanted to do this because I think this is the time where we really need to understand the significance of how much buyers there are compared to sellers, the discrepancies that we've all been facing even prior to the pandemic, and some of the logical steps that we need to take in order to exact, you know, successfully exit the business. So I hope this episode helped you guys out. If it did, don't forget to share it with those who are going to need this the most. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so yet. Leave a feedback by signing in to Podbean. Also, if you haven't been following me on the YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. We talk about personal credit, finance, and wealth over there as well. And that'd be something that I definitely want to see you in there as well. Uh, and with that said, this is definitely you got a mentor, Ali Terefter. Catch you guys on the next one. Bye for now.